Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a Fiolua Ambigudi. To the glory of God, September 19, 2021 is another Sunday. And the topic we shall be having is glorifying God. That is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. If this is your first time listening to Light and Life, it's a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. So, to the glory of God, the lesson for Sunday has been expressed to us, continuing in the theme, the people praise God. Last week, it has been an upper week, sorry, before last week was Moses and Miriam. We learned from them how to praise God. Last week was David and the Israelites. Today, we want to also learn from someone who actually, not minding his situation, was still living his life consciously of the understanding of God and what Jesus can do. And thereafter, never live on from there without embracing and utilizing the privilege that he knows is only available in Christ. And thereafter, living on, glorifying the Lord. So we want to pick lessons today as we take the life of Bartimaeus, the blind beggar. So this is where our lesson is from. And I want to start also very importantly for us on this note that a singular expectation of God from human is gratitude, the kind expressed in glorification of his name. That when God has done something, and even when we think that he hasn't done anything, the attitude that God expects of us, his word, is an expression of glorification to his name. That in whatever situation we find ourselves, our life must glorify him. Our attitude must point to the praise and honor of the name of the Lord. As we take this lesson quickly to our golden text, which is in Mark 10, 51, I read, What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Let us pray. Father, we glorify you again this day. We worship you because it is unto you alone that all the praise, honor, and adoration can be ascribed to. We return it to you and we praise you because you are worthy. Thank you for all that you've been around our life and you will continue to be. Thank you for everything you have made to happen and greater things you will still do with our life. Thank you for those testimonies in the past and this that we will receive again. We pray that their name be praised forever in Jesus' name. We pour ourselves of all sin and we receive from your throne again that our life be blessed of you today. And always, our life praising you, glorifying you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Our lesson is in two parts. Before we go, I want us to have the Greek meaning of the word glorify, glorifying God like as it is used in the New Testament. Uh, the word uh Glorifying God is translated in Greek as mini dozazo, and uh, this means to worship, to praise, to restore, and to to adore and to ascribe honor to. So, meaning when we talk about glorifying God, what we are saying or what is expected is that we must worship God, we must praise God, we must restore Him, we must adore His name, and bring honor to Him. 
this is what the world glorifying God means. So we want to learn today as we take our focal point of lesson from Bartimaeus, how he was living, defying himself, defying himself from all that could have been an hindrance, and he still move on, recognizing God, tapping from what what he knows is the only solution he have to life, and living thereafter, glorifying God. The first part is Jesus in encounter with a blind beggar jesus is encounter with a blind beggar and that is taken from mark 10 46 to 48 i would love that we read here we're able to see jesus continuing in the ministry and this was more like this was the last not even more like this was the last of the healing ministry that jesus performed and at this time he said there is a blind man. This blind man used to stay at a strategic point of houses when people are going and coming out of Jerusalem. And at this point, this man heard that Jesus was passing. He could only hear, he can't see. And hearing that Jesus was passing talks also to us of his sensitivity, talks also to us of a man who has been eager, ready, and has been more attentive, paying attention even to everything particularly the most important thing and the most important thing here was the savior someone who could save him he understood the power of jesus he understood the the calling of jesus he knew well that jesus has been called as well to open the eyes of the blind and immediately he heard that jesus was passing he started shouting and saying our things as he was shouting at the top of his voice he said something and what was that jesus son of david have mercy on me this also is a lesson for us he understood that mercy is all that he needed not of his right to be healed but it's a privilege that someone has the capacity to heal and has made himself to live for such and that power only belongs to him and no other he recognizes jesus he had come to believe in him and he was able to ask specifically what he wanted jesus son of god have mercy on me and from here it is by mercy that we are saved it is by grace of the lord extended unto man and what more that we also see is that this man thereafter when he uttered that word People were trying to silence him. They were trying to shut him up. But he said on and on, he was crying out at the voice at the highest point of his voice, calling out that Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. What is it also that I want to silence you? What is it that also want to you know, make you lay down at that point and not to be able to, to pursue that, that way to your solution or to your success and breakthrough? What it is, do not allow it. Keep on shouting, especially when you are at that that at that path of the of the breakthrough that you need. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. As blind as this man is, he didn't lose his sensitivity. He didn't lose his spiritual consciousness of who God is and the blessedness of His name that he as well can receive. This become a lesson for us to also pick, and I pray that the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. He wasn't living to be pitied. He was even an aggressive beggar who knew what he wanted and was ready to make it happen. 
come what may. And do not forget, the word of God has made it established that come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He knew that Jesus was the one who said this. And he wanted his rest. And he was pursuing it. He was requesting for it. He knew who to meet. This also is very, very important. Most especially for his rest to bring glory to God. His sight to bring glory to God. He wanted his healing. And this leads us to the second part of the lesson, which says, Bartimaeus' sight restored. Read Mark 10, 49 to 52. And from here, he continually kept on. He kept on asking God, sorry, what he, he, he wanted. And at that time, Jesus was moved. He had, and he said, bring him to me. And the crowd, the same crowd that has been trying to silence him, that felt that he is uh, more or less like he is less relevant for whatever it is that God intends to do. And Jesus, who had actually come for her, and who actually understood that for as many who believed in his name, would be saved, went back and asked that the people should bring him. And this time around, the same people who had silenced him, call unto him and ask him, cheer up on your feet, he is calling you. And immediately, this man responded. They said he drew off his cloak, his garment, and he, he jumped up and ran to him. This is someone reflecting expectancy for breakthrough, for solution. Are you also having a challenge? Are you with one situation or the other? And you have just allowed yourself to be clocked up in it. Are you always, and have you become so conscious of even the source to your, to your problem? Someone who can bring solution to it. This blind Bartimaeus wasn't clocked up. He was someone who was, able, who was able to identify Jesus. He understood the presence of Christ and he was able to, to hold on to the power that is in his name for healing. And immediately when he was called, what do you want from him? Was the question Jesus asked. This man was precise. He said, Rabbi, I want to see. When we come before the Lord also, when we go to ask of him, are we also precise? Or are we not just going about beating the bush? The Lord expects that we come before him and we relate with him with our request as clear as it is. And he says that when we ask it shall be given. This man believed in the Lord. And Jesus responded that his faith makes him whole. And immediately, again, his sight. This become a lesson for you and I. That there is never anything so big or so great. That might have been our experience in the past. That we are still with that God cannot do. Cannot take over. Cannot rule over. Cannot put an end to Jesus. Did it for this blind beggar. Even while every other person in this category might have always been receiving pity unnecessarily and be playing a victim card. But this one was all longing for solution and was ready to have a breakthrough out of his channel. And he got it. This is also telling us that we must not give up. And we should go to the right source for our problem to be solved. Notwithstanding age, notwithstanding tribe, of physical fitness. Jesus did not undermine him. He did not undermine anyone. He has come for all and he is ensuring that everyone receive from him. So this also is very important. Then what finally became the attitude of the blind Bartimaeus? This is where the lesson is coming from. The book of Luke chapter 18, 49b gives to us a, a, a reference of this same story. And in verse 43b, we were able to see that this man immediately followed Jesus 
praising God and holy soil praise God too. Don't let us forget when we talk about glorifying God as those us the other time. It means worshipping God, praising him, restoring him, adoring him, and ascribing all honor to him. We see that this man followed Jesus. Reference to the Father, he was ready to allow Christ's lordship over him. He was ready to show gratitude by following, by submitting to Jesus. And finally, in the process, he was living to praise him. And he was ensuring that the praise of God, too, was being what? Entrenched. And how he lived his life, being light unto others to know what Jesus has done and make people to join in the praise of his name. This is the greatest and this is what the Lord expects from us. Nothing more that we live on praising him. It is a continuous one. Praising. Not that praised. It's not like you do today and you forget and it's a past tense. You have to continue. And I pray as we live on continuing in the praise of the Lord and ensuring that whatever it is that the Lord has done to us in testimony, that we are not keeping quiet. Others will join in the praise of God. And don't let us forget that we glorify God with our life. Our life reflecting Christ and our life showing Christ. I pray the Lord bless us as we consciously live on with this. A way to receive from God is to get rid of all hindrances. Don't forget, this man threw away his clock, jump up and run after Jesus. You want to worship God? You want to praise Him? Get rid of sin. Get rid of that feeling that you are self-sufficient. Get rid of ego, pride and whatever it is that can hinder you. And come unto him at his feet and receive his blessing that always your life might be what you really want it to be. You can't be hindered except you allow that. And I pray as we consciously live in this, we will live on glorifying God with our life and others will join in the praise of his name in Jesus' name. We've come to the end of our lesson. I want us to understand that Christ is the only solution we need. And we must let our life glorify God always. And we must be persistent in our prayer. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service. Bye, everyone.